6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. And we've been following this news throughout the day. Uh, the transport minister, the federal transport minister, announcing that the Canadian government will suspend COVID-19 vaccine mandates for domestic and outbound international travelers and federally regulated workers. On June 20th, our government will suspend the requirement to be vaccinated in order to board a plane or train in Canada. Employers in the federally regulated transportation sector will also no longer need to have vaccination requirement for their employees. All right, the government's saying, though, it is prepared to bring back necessary policies if there's a resurgence of the virus in the fall. Of course, travel industry groups have blamed federal public health measures and mandates for slowdowns at airport customs that have resulted in these long waits for passengers, forcing flight delays and and cancellations. This comes on the heels of the American announcement earlier this week that uh, that uh, saw the Biden administration drop pre-departure COVID-19 testing requirements for air travelers, um, again, uh, following heavy lobbying from uh, airlines in the travel industry. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to Edmonton International Airport? Let's find out with Steve Maybe. Steve is the Vice President of Communications, Operations and Infrastructure at Edmonton International Airport. Steve, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon. Hey, nice to have you here. All right, let's get uh, your the initial reaction to the uh, the news that was announced today about uh, about uh, those those mandates being lifted for travelers here in this country. Well, it's been good news all week, starting with the U.S. announcement and then followed by the Canadian announcement. It's it, it begins to get us back to a bit of a normal uh, situation within travel that's been impacted for the last two years. So it's a good progress forward, and hopefully, we'll get uh, more passengers flying. Steve, has has EIA seen those delays, or you know, any kind of delays like some of the other airports uh, across this country have been reporting, specifically Pearson? Yeah, we've we, different uh, different scale than Pearson, yeah. obviously. But uh, at peak times, we have seen some of those delays uh, with the with the added process and checks and balances and in the in the, all the processing. It, it adds time to all these all this uh, for the passengers. So well, I guess there's trickle down, right? If things are delayed or flights are canceled, depending on where you're going, where they're connecting, all of that, it just plays a role. It's a it's a it's a giant Tetris game, isn't it? About how it all fits together. It really is, and you know when when Toronto Pearson has an issue with delays, it really does affect the whole country because it's such a massive hub. So it, it trickles down to all the airports, regardless of size. So when you talk about uh, the impact that this will have on EIA, you talked about you know getting uh, you know more more passengers through the door. What have the numbers been looking like for EIA over the past uh, number of months since some of those regulations? You know since things have eased up since people have felt more comfortable traveling again and what are you hoping for in the coming weeks and months well, we have a busy schedule planned for the summer. The airlines have really come back in full force. We have more destinations uh, lined up for the summer schedule than we've than we had prior to COVID. Wow! So, but the number, the passengers have to get on the planes, and <laughs> with these restrictions being uh, lifted, it really helps. Especially now that you don't have to test going down to the U.S. or coming back from the U.S. That really helps a lot. And then you add in a whole other group of folks that may may not 
not have got vaccinated that can now fly. Steve, there you, you talk about having more flights in place uh, now than prior to COVID. I know a lot of people were wondering about, you know, more direct flights. Have, have those come back? Are we going to see more of those as well? Yeah, we're continually that. So United's come back, Delta's come back. We've got a direct flight to Nashville that we didn't have before. And we have several flights direct to San Francisco, plus other uh, spots as well. So it, they have come back, but now it's up to Edmontonians to get behind these flights and, uh, and support those airlines. Steve may be joining me this afternoon, the Vice President of Communications, Operations and Infrastructure at Edmonton International Airport. When you take a, like a look at the number numbers, um, how do they compare to pre-pandemic as far as people coming through the doors getting on planes? Our numbers are coming back definitely a lot better than they were. Uh, we're still 70-75% of where we were prior to COVID, but but every week it seems to be the numbers are going up. And as we get into the summer rush, we expect those numbers to grow quite a bit. Well, I think these changes, uh, these changes uh, from the from the American government, from the Canadian government, uh, may free up and, and make more people want to do those last-minute quick trips compared to not being, you know, having to jump through so many hoops prior. The process is easier. You know, if you travel to the U.S., you have to take an antigen test. You know, there's still that stress of knowing, oh, what if I yeah. it comes back positive? <laughs> and, and then you have to cancel your flight. So now that those those types of processes are out, you don't have to worry about that. It, it will get people back into plans. Steve may be joining me this afternoon. Steve was reading a, an article in Edify magazine uh, just the other day um, on uh, EIA and kind of where you would like to see the airport going in the coming years. And I think it's it's kind of from, from lessons learned from the pandemic, a lot of it, you know, about digitization and touchless technology. And, and I found it quite fascinating talking about, you know, even going through, you know, self-boarding gates, eliminating that final face-to-face checking of passports and, and boarding passes. And I know it's a way off here, but could you give us a little insight on, on what that might be looking at and what EIA and, and your team is, is working on moving forward? Well, we're looking at all the different technologies, and we're looking at the, the start to some trials within the next six to six months on some different areas. But one of the things we've learned through this process is our industry is heavily dependent on two things: passengers and employees to do work. Mm. We have to become innovative and make it easier for the processing, and we also have to allow at times like this when we don't have as many employees coming back to work, mm. we have to find solutions to make it easier and we can do that through technology and and use technology differently so we so we're looking at how we can get, speed up the processing and make it more efficient and a more enjoyable experience for for passengers and can you share maybe some of the details of some of those pilot projects that you are considering or you're looking at in the next uh, few months well, we're looking at uh, self-bag uh, drop type of uh, area. So, you know, you check in on your phone, then you come in, you drop your bag uh, off, and then you continue on without talking to anybody, <laughs> as well as uh, self, uh, self-boarding self gates, as well as uh, a, 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 a safe gate for aircraft to board themselves to, into the, without having, having to wave them in. So we're looking at those, all those technologies exist, and we're looking at doing it kind of end-to-end so that... Uh, we can trial it and see what works best. Are other airports doing this? 
There are, I think most of the airports throughout the world are looking at different technologies. Okay. You know, over in Europe and Asia, they're much more advanced than, say, North America. But within Canada, there's a lot of us that are actually working together as airports it's, it's, and trying to streamline. It's, it's fascinating how the how the industry was you hit so hard, obviously, through the pandemic, but also what you've learned from it. And I think that that's fair to say for a lot of, you know, right across the board when it comes to industry, you, you've taken this and you've learned lessons from it and can capitalize on those lessons and move things forward instead of going backwards and and, and I think that's a, I think that's um, that's fantastic and it's an eye-opener it really is and we've learned a lot we've made a lot of notes through this process you know we've never been through something like this especially uh, the duration mm -hmm. of an event like this that that's really critical so we need to be more efficient we have to find better ways to do deal with some of the things and we're, we're looking to invest in those areas so steve uh, as people are heading out the door uh, getting over to uh, eia to jump on a plane to wherever it is that they're planning on going this summer or maybe into the new year what do folks need to know right now what do you want them to know about traveling out of Edmonton International. Well, leave time. You know, the, the process is not perfect yet. Uh, as we recover, there's lots of new employees in the industry that are learning their jobs uh, for the first time. So as we recover, be patient and leave time uh, until we can get back to where the levels we were before. Thanks for joining me this afternoon, Steve. I look forward to chatting again in the future. No problem. Take care. Yeah, you take care. Steve Maybe, the Vice President of Communications, Operations, Infrastructure at Edmonton International Airport. So uh, they're um, saying, hey, you know what, good news. This is going to help them get back on track, uh, you know, get rid of those delays that uh, we've been seeing in airports uh, across the country. And interesting about some of the things that they're talking about, uh, the pilot projects moving forward, right? And, you know, these best practices. Now, part of me is like, oh, okay, well... I like talking to people. I like the interaction, but I also understand the idea about being more efficient. So we'll uh, we'll see how this works out, um, you know, at EIA uh, over the next few months.